Hey everybody, welcome back to Five Songs or Less. For some reason, we're going to talk about MXPX today. <laughs> Lindsay is here. Oh my god! Welcome back, Lindsay. Hello. Long time no talk. In the in the, in the name of Mike, Yuri, and I think Tom, welcome back to Five Songs or Less. <laughs> I can never remember the the uh, guitar player's name. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Man, Danny, I tried. I tried. I, you did. <laughs> it's so. The reason this podcast started way back when was I was posting on Facebook uh, just random bands that I liked a lot. The top five songs, my top five songs of those favorite bands. And so I did one for Wilco, and that's how the podcast started. And I did one for Propagandy, and I did one for a few other bands. And my friend Harjeet, who oddly enough just texted me not not long ago, um, and I haven't heard from him in a while, he was like, oh, you got to do one for MXPX. And I was like, do I? (laughs) Do I have to do one for MXPX? So I, I, I picked my five favorite MXPX songs and I did a little caveat for Harjeet because I I don't dislike this band but it's not like it's a band I liked in high school one album in particular the one that I bought a reissue of this year and I don't have like a big nostalgia like you didn't like them spoiler alert everybody and I have no desire to defend them (laughs) Well, so, yeah, I mean, I think the way this started, and I think this sort of umbrella conversation is that you and I have, in the course of just a very few episodes, talked religion quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Neither of us is particularly religious. Mm -mm. And you still have have or had quite a love for Christian pop punk. I... Yeah. And I seek to understand. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. That's a little teaser for everybody. Because we have at least one agenda item to get to, and that is the replacements. Oh, we don't want to leave that? for Okay. No. Okay. We're talking about that right now. Okay. Lindsay, I gave the replacements a very high score. On the podcast, shockingly high. I was, I was shockingly high. I was disappointed in how high, frankly, even though I love them. Alex Chilton is one of my favorite songs I have ever heard in my life. I love that song. Bastards of Young is also really good. Uh, Can't hardly wait. Also really good, especially when it has horns in it. <laughs> I went and listened to uh, "Please to Meet Me." And Tim. I didn't listen to all of Tim. I didn't listen to all of Please to Meet Me. I couldn't make it through the record. (laughs) How can a band be so good and so not good at the same time? And and that's the thing that that I struggle with, too, because there are, you know... I would say there are very many skippable songs. I I do have to... um, I will have to... uh, watch my back for a while because there are a lot of people that will (laughs) take real offense to that and so this is the thing is and this is something that we've sort of touched on before is in five songs or less is it 
do you choose the five most representative songs or do you choose the five songs that are kind of have people going, oh my God, I can't believe how amazing this is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I went the I can't believe how amazing this is route. and Except for that first song, though. I, you're <laughs> wrong. This is just the... the I'm, I am just glad... Or maybe I'm not glad. Maybe you should have put nightclub jitters on there. <laughs> I mean, they they are a band that I'm thinking of exactly how much I want to watch my back and from how many people. But like, I mean, it's, how many angles? <laughs> but it's yeah. But it's like, for example, there are very many imperfect Elvis Costello songs. Very sure, yeah. very many. Yeah. And yet, he's got a lot of good songs and a lot of, oh yeah, that's Elvis Costello. Yeah, and I would say that it's like, not even one in ten, you know. Yeah. Especially yeah. so, when the replacements are at their best, they're at their best. And mm-hmm. I, you know, we talked about that a little bit. Like they are, to some people, known for being wildly inconsistent. And so yeah, yeah. in terms of their recordings, that makes sense to me too. Now, I mean, their recordings theoretically would be a lot more disciplined because they're sitting down to record sure, things for sure. posterity, but... Different takes and whatnot. Right, right. Like that better take of Can't Hardly Wait. But... Um, well, they took the time to like per- perfect it and add horns into it and stuff, which is good. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I mean, that's the thing is that, you know... <laughs> This is, you know, really that sort of consistency and consistency talks about it talks speaks to the quality of their live show. But I would I would argue that it kind of comes through to the albums as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think there are only let's say you absolutely loved what, like two and a half songs. What on the playlist? Yeah. 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 We can go. Th- we can go that route. So. Were those two and a half songs worth it? Yeah, I think um, I'm glad I didn't like jump on and buy the record because I did that with like with Modest Mouse when when Dante gave me that Modest Mouse playlist. I listened to those five songs and I bought the record. It's sitting right over there because I loved it. I'm I'm kicking myself for selling the record that I used to own a little less now, a lot less. Uh, I am I am very happy to have the song Al- Alex Chilton in my life, though. Yeah, I think it's better for it. So net positive. Yeah, and we get to argue about can't hardly wait for as long as we do this podcast together. Oh yeah, that's that's maybe even longer. That's uh, that's evergreen. <laughs> evergreen, yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I listened to about. Half of can't uh, can't hardly. I listened to half of Please to Meet Me. I listened to the first three songs of the replacements. I mean, of Tim Jesus Danny. No, we talk about I Jesus got to kiss later. Me on, <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> I got to kiss me on the bus, and I was like, "This is the song they played on Saturday Night Live." Like uh, that what? almost made the playlist. I didn't really like it. I liked the first song. On there, hold my life. That one was pretty good. 
I'll buy. I don't remember, but I remember getting the kiss me on the bus and I was like, I was expecting it to be really good. Like bastards of young level, but it wasn't for me on first listen. I was like, Oh, so yeah, I don't remember what rating I gave him. It was four point something. It was 4.5. 4.5. You said 4.6 and you, and I had to talk you down to 4.5 because you were scoring them better than Sleet or Kinney. And I, I was, I was high on Chilton. Yeah. Alex Chilton. Yeah, man. Like I'm going to take him down to what? 4.5. I might even take him all the way down to 3.5. No, I got 3.8. I think that that is revising my score. If you were, if the playlist was only, if the playlist was only the middle three, if the playlist was only Bastards of Young, Alex Chilton, and Can't Hardly Wait, mm. with or without the horns, what what would you mm-hmm. what num, what would you give them then? I would stick with my original score. Hmm. If it was just those were the only three replacement songs I ever heard. In my I, life. But I would say yes. like that that would be like a strong. and I wouldn't fault you for it. Sure, sure, sure. Like, then I would be like, okay, that's better than Sleater Kinney. I get it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, you know, I I did what I thought was my duty as a steward, which was to introduce... (laughs) (laughs) Which was to introduce you to the truly best that they had to offer. Yeah, yeah. Um, And and it's, you know, I, I have to say, like... As I've come to know you, you are someone who really sticks on the positive side of things. I, I try, yeah. So, you know, that's, you know, like, I, I don't I just, think you can fault me for my I just don't like being disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> who likes being disappointed? I don't know. Well, speaking of disappointed, uh, Danny. <laughs> speaking of disappointment, MXPX... Uh, I knew you weren't gonna like it. No. Why did Why did I end up giving you this? Because I asked. Because you asked. <laughs> but I, so I asked because, like I like I said, you know, like I generally trust your taste, and this came up a lot. And um, you know, there there are some places where we really diverged in our te- teenage listening, as it sounds like. But you know, we generally have a lot of overlap in our taste. So I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. what is it I don't get? Because it's not, it's not the, there is a point in my young teenage years where the Christian thing would have been enough for me to say no, Mm -hmm. but that's not why I dislike this band. Yeah. Yeah. I just dislike them because they're uninteresting. Mm hmm. The, I didn't take very many notes on this this playlist, but oh, Danny, I note... have like six pages. She <laughs> <laughs> yeah. has a dissertation on why she doesn't like MXPX. In this essay, it's, it it is a for me, it's a fun, polished, clean, friendly skate punk, and there's nothing like offensive to my ears. There's nothing that I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, if I'm if I am in the mood for Epifat skate punk, I'm going to listen to Lagwagon probably. Like that's my go-to. MXPX. The second song is 
the one that every once in a while, every few years, I'll be like, God, I really want to listen to Fist versus Tact. And I'll play that song. But they're not a band I come to very often. So it was an easy playlist to put together because I, I do like all these songs, but it's not like a band that I'm going to throw down for, you know? No, no. And yeah. I'm not going to go see them play unless Cody really wanted to go. So I would like to start with mm-hmm. some um, highlights from the MXPX Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. Okay. So as of let's let's start off with uh, as of 2015 uh, is the last name Herrera. Mm-hmm. As Herrera. of 2015, MXPX singer Mike Herrera Herrera said he is no longer Christian. Mm-hmm. So just throwing out throwing that out there. Um, in the discussion of how the guitarist came to the band, it is phrased mm-hmm. as he was willing to be in the band. It's <laughs> <laughs> like me on this podcast right now. I'm, I'm willing to talk about MXPX. Sure. Oh gosh. Um, let's <laughs> see. Uh, they had a song on a passion of the Christ themed album produced by mm-hmm, Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm, unfortunately. Yeah. I was like, mm, okay. It's gotta be a low point of their career. Yes. <laughs> Except, well, here's a high point of their career. Um, they have a song, they believe, from 2021 that, according to Wikipedia, was played on the Five Guys Burger Restaurant streaming station. That's literally Hell something yeah. that was noted on on the Wikipedia. Why? But okay, cool. <laughs> exactly. That, that, that's, what song was it? Did it say? Um, I didn't write it down because it wasn't that interesting to me. <laughs> And now I have to say, like, one of the notes that I made is that mm-hmm. these are real people with real feelings. That's and this true. is, I'm not just here to dunk on people. Like, this is, there's going to be a lot of dunking on people, but that's mm-hmm. not what I came here for. Um, I came here generally because, genuinely, because I wanted to figure this out, like, figure out why there's this band that so many people love that I just don't get. Yeah, yeah. So. We also, um, in an effort to understand, I watched the 2011 MXPX documentary. And so <laughs> Again, we can, you, you may know more about MXPX than I do at this point. So we can either um, front load the episode with that or we can just sprinkle in facts along let's, the way. Let's sprinkle some facts. I like, I like the idea of sprinkling. Okay. I guess I should talk about my relationship to Christian punk at some point. I also would like to know your relationship to uh like epifat style skate punk kind of stuff that was just something you totally turned off to i mean not to a point i mean we've talked about how i like propaganda um i think it was just i knew enough guys on the hockey team that that like oh yeah that's why you like propaganda eh I do. I'm I'm a hockey fan, but like, <laughs> I just knew like the the Fat Records Epitaph folks were, you know, like I loved Bad Religion for a mm-hmm. little while. You I know, I still like Bad Religion a lot. Yeah, um, I, I I think it just like it was not for me, and it was just mm-hmm. there was enough of a message telling me like this is not for you mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, fine, not for me, we're good. 
I'll move on. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got Bikini Kill. I've got Sleater Kinney. But yeah, I mean, in in terms of the small number of... Because I was worried I sort of misrepresented this in past. Like, I'm in my relatively small town, in my relatively small high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were certainly people older and younger than me that got into punk and hardcore at various times. But in the small number of people that I was exposed to in my social circle living in what at the time was a somewhat rural town, although Mm. it was outside DC with very little outside influence coming in. Um, it was kind of all or nothing for me. I was like, okay, this, this isn't for me. I'll move on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so Mm. the Christian rock there, part of it has to do with Cody. I've been friends with Cody for a long time I don't know what the story is with like, because he listened to non-Christian bands or fucking secular bands as well, like a lot of that. But I think because he came up going to church and stuff like that, and this was the story for a lot of those Christian kids that ended up in these bands that are, some of them are good and some of them are fucking terrible. It's just that was a way for them to get into underground music was through this kind of thing and that would you know you would mom would let you buy the mxpx cd because you could buy it at the fucking bible store or whatever and then you could listen to mxpx and that is a gateway to other bands that sound in that realm right and there was just a point in my life where like i was hanging out with cody a lot and i was very like you know do I believe in stuff? Am I an atheist? Am I agnostic? Like, where do I fall? Like, this is like 98, 99, 2000 in there. I had a serious problem with some Christian people, like an aunt and uncle and my ex-girlfriend's mom. But I was just kind of like toying with the idea. Went to church a few times. I was like, no, this is not, not for me. I'm not doing this. But it didn't deter me from, like, the music. It, as long as they weren't... There are certain bands uh, that were very, very preachy, and I wouldn't listen to those types of bands. But, like, MXPX never did that. Zayo was never that way. For There Seems Forever, it, like, isn't that way. I think there's a couple songs about something to do with God or whatever. But... I think that it was just another way to listen to other types of music and it didn't, it wasn't so offensive that I was like, Oh, I don't want to listen to this, that kind of thing. You know, um, if they started talking about like, you know, it's wrong to be gay or something like that, then, you know, I'd be out the door, but it's mostly just music. And then the rule with tooth and nail, uh, probably around the time that I was listening to a lot of these bands was you just can't swear. Because, like, originally the rule was, like, if you're going to be on Tooth and Nail, you have to be a Christian man. And then the rule was just, like, okay, you uh, just have to talk about God on, like, one song. Or talk about religion on, like, one song. And then uh, there's a point in time where they were just signing any band they could. Didn't have to be Christian or anything like that. You just didn't. You can't swear on on the label or whatever. And yet... There's one of these songs. We'll get there, though. We'll get there. Yes, that's controversy. And I don't know. I've since, like, I still listen to those bit. Like, I bought 
fucking three reissues that are tooth and nail on tooth and nail or tooth and nail adjacent this year because of that I still like that stuff. Um, the, I've heard other stories about other bands that like the band under oath has a pretty shitty history with being conservative and they say that they've, you know, turned their back on all that stuff, but it's still a weird story and I never got super into them anyway. But yeah, that's kind of where that all came from. I So like Further Seems Forever, Zayo, well, Further wasn't really a Cody band. That was just, I got there because of Dashboard. But like Zayo, MXPX, this band called The Deadlines, they were like God's answer to the Misfits, basically, <laughs> or the Murder City Devils. Like they were that kind of thing. And there were some local-ish bands, one called Anguish Unsaid. And one called Like David, and a lot of those people turned out to be really shitty, and I won't listen to that stuff anymore. But, yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of around, and I listened to it. Some of it I still really like. Some of it I like okay, like MXPX. There you go. So, man, you uh, you create create up the dogs now for the when we do the podcast? Yeah, I listened back to that uh first chisel one to make sure that it didn't sound too stupid and all I could hear was my dog clicking uh-huh. clacking and whining so <laughs> yes so they're they're okay being in there doing time I remember times I had some were happy some were sad memories me in the how'd you like this song Lindsay I think it's pretty great I think it's fun it uh, makes me happy. I love singing along to it. So my first note for this band is I like pop punk, but I don't like this. Mm-hmm. My last note for this song was this could be literally any band. <laughs> but it's, it's yes, yes, it could be any band. Man, I am defending them. Uh, <laughs> didn't think I was going to. But the music could be any band. But that is my Carrera's voice. I didn't feel like it was that particularly distinct. I felt like he was, you know, generic 90s pop punk singer. Um, although I will mm-hmm. say that, like, we decided we were going to record this. Um, we decided we were going to record this, like, not necessarily last minute, but we were going to kind of play it by ear. Yeah, it jumped around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we had some fun uh, figuring out the recording and stuff. Mm-hmm. But... About an hour before we started recording, I went back to listen to the playlist because I realized I could not remember any of the songs we listened to. Like, all of them were, all but one song were literally no memory of listening to them at all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it came back when I listened, but nothing stuck with me. Yeah. One of them stuck with me. Okay, okay. I'm excited not to for... talk about the one you really love. Uh, yeah. The Alex Chilton of this playlist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll revisit, we'll revisit that. I want to revise that metaphor because there's another name I want to pop in there. Um, but yeah, the so... Alex Jones of this playlist. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so, I mean, you say that, um, 
you feel like that this is a distinct vocal style? I, th- I think he has a distinct vocal style. I've heard bands, and it's usually, I feel like it's been Christian bands, that have tried to emulate his voice. His voice is very, to me, was always distinct because it's not good. Uh, although when their self-titled album came out in 2018 and I listened to them for the first time in 15 years, I was like, oh, he can actually kind of sing now. Um, but back in the 90s, like his voice is very monotone and nasally. And I felt like so many other like skate punk bands that I was listening to, it was either they could sing or they were doing like no effects snotty voice, you know? Mm. See, and I felt like there was a little too much snotty voice going on. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and I'm afraid, like, just... I have a note that says the bridge is not for me. Really? Uh, yeah. I want to... Okay, we're going to listen to the bridge. I'm getting heated now. <laughs> See? See? You, I mean, you, you bring up these things, and it's not to fault you, but, I mean, you bring up these references. I mean, the, uh, God knows what the toadies was, but, like, generally you bring up these <laughs> references because these are things that mattered to you that, that shaped your taste. And, and um, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't necessarily... We're not hearing the same things, and I'm flummoxed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I together. hear a little bit of the snotty in there with the some of his enunciation sure sure okay. yeah but yeah and so on that final listen you know like an hour before we recorded mm-hmm. i liked it a little bit better i hate to say the highest praise i had i wrote down i could have this playing in the background if somebody else had the aux cord sure sure yeah, yeah. okay okay did you watch the music video for it no, are we going to go to We Watch? <laughs> we sure can. Here we go. They're in a basement, a punk basement. Oh, you know, some of this was in the documentary. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I had to do a presentation in high school one time. And uh, I did my presentation on the differences between Christian punk rock and non-Christian punk rock. And this was the video that I played for the class. And then I played a NoFX video after. And so the difference between Christian and non-Christian was vulgarity? Uh, Yeah, the Christian, or the difference was like, they don't swear and they probably all talk about vulgar stuff. Yeah. They don't swear until 2018. So that was one of the interesting things about the 2011 documentary was that um, when they go through the... um, And so the documentary, like I'm overstating it by calling documentary, it's sort of a tour doc. Um, But the uh, credits included MXPX plays and wears and then all of their sponsorships. Oh, so, yes. you know, um, you know, the the snotty little hardcore kid in me was not. Look at you. 
You like you, I love you're, it. You're bopping. I love it. Um, it's fun. Sure. I mean, so <laughs> my other comment from, you know, like watching this documentary is like they were talking to all of these people from bands that had been really influenced by them. So like mm-hmm. stuff like Reliant K, obviously, but they talked to sure. folks from Less Than Jake, Simple Plan, Against Me, A Day to Remember. Mm-hmm. And I have this comment written, where are the women? Sure. So like what, and I mean, like you could, you could talk about that for pop punk generally, but not Mm -hmm. really like, I was really struck by like just watching these crowds. Like it felt like more than a regular punk show. There were even fewer women. Interesting. It's I, in the more recent videos I watched, it seemed like there's a, a surprising amount of women in the audience. Okay. That's good news. And I do personally know a few women who like the band, like actually would go to see them and stuff like that. That's not to say really anything, like that's just my own life. Um, but, but that's yeah, more like, endorsement than, you know, a sure, lot of things. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, like this era of music, there's that like, um, I think it was in... Punk Planet, uh, the essay, emo where the girls aren't or something like that. Mm, yeah. Um, because it's a fucking boys club. It's full of shitty people. But, yep, I was part of it. To some degree I was too. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I could be. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, should we... Should we move on to my favorite song? I well, I was about to make a, a play on words, but I didn't want to take it. Do, go from, for it. No, go ahead. Should we go the way of the buffalo? We should, because it's the best album. That's why I gave you two songs off of it. Fist versus tact. <laughs> No, I will say um, my first comment for this is I like this better. Mm-hmm. And then my on the the take from an hour ago was, do I like these all better now because I don't ever have to listen to them again? <laughs> <laughs> but I genuinely like this was um, this came on. I was like, oh, OK, this I, I, I understand this. I understand wanting to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The. <laughs> Oddly enough, I like this song a lot because it reminds me of another Christian punk band that I like called 90 Pound Wuss. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the singer of 90 Pound Wuss is doing background vocals on this track. That was another band that I got into a lot because of Cody. Uh, I, we did an episode on them. If, if anyone wants to go listen to that, it was actually really funny because how much Dante hated them. Um <laughs> But yeah, that's the thing I really like about this song. I like that it's probably the hardest song they ever wrote. Feels like it, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like short and loud and sounds like 90 Pound Wuss. There you go. Um, I actually do have a timestamp on this one. Yeah, let's do it. 39 seconds. (laughs) 
I just like this squeal happening in the background behind the little stop starts. It was very fun. Yeah, it was very cool. I felt like, though, that the song didn't go anywhere. I thought it was like yeah. a couple of really cool parts mm-hmm. that just existed. Sure, sure. I I agree with that. I still love it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean like sometimes it's it's the journey and not the destination, right? Yeah. Although yeah. I guess like if it's the journey and the destination, this is a real staycation, you know? Like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You don't need to leave the house for this one. No. <laughs> so yeah, is that your thought on the song? Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a lot of notes on that one. Okay, okay. I like this better, doesn't go anywhere. That's, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Those are my okay. Notes. Well, then let's go to the next song that I don't have a clever intro for, but it was a song I had never heard before play, making this playlist. Begin to start. Of course, consulting with Cody on this playlist, uh, as I do sometimes. And he he said he was surprised I hadn't picked anything off of Let It Happen. I was like, oh, I've never listened to that one before. And so I put it on. And it's pretty good because it's Let It Happen is like a B-Sides collection. So it's a bunch Mm -hmm. of splits and older things, um, which is usually pretty good. But I liked this song a lot. Uh, This is one that he said he would have put on the playlist as well. It was kind of a good, it ended up being picked because it's a pretty good example of the way they will play with different time signatures sometimes and different genres sometimes. Like they'll do that. The intro is kind of like swingy or something. And then there's part in the middle where they're going from like that typical skate punk beat into like a 6-8 beat, which Mm -hmm. is interesting. Sort of. Okay, so that that answers the first question I had is, why did you choose this song? Okay, (laughs) there you go. Question two is, why does this song exist? Uh, Because it was on a split with a band called the McCrackens. Oh, I know the McCrackens, yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. I've never heard them before. Oh, yeah. So I didn't like this song. I mean, like, I really tried. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I, I didn't understand the appeal of it. A note that says... I'm impatient waiting for the end of this song. <laughs> and then I like, there's a note that says, I wonder how the girl he wrote it about reacted. Oh, she probably never heard it. Well, I don't know. I feel like he's been with his wife for a long time. So I don't know if like it was one of those Christian things where you stay with the same person forever, you know? Maybe. I mean, like, yeah, I just. I understood it, you know, between the first three songs, I understood sort of wanting to really show me the the breadth of this band, like mm-hmm. how many things they could do. They can do they can do other things. 
They can do three things. Mm-hmm, at least. All three. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I would say they probably cap it at three. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm trying, dude. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to make you listen to two timestamps. Okay. We'll do... No, I'll make you listen to one. Do you want to listen to, like, the change-up of the beat, or do you want to listen to harmony singing? Let's listen to the change of the beat. Okay. Take some skill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's not a question of talent, Mm -hmm. depending on how you define talent. But, I mean, they're they're skilled musicians. They're, I mean, you know, clearly they're, as Wikipedia told us, their guitar player was willing to play. (laughs) 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 He sure was. (laughs) <laughs> He's still willing too. He's still in the band. He, well, apparently, there was a gap at some point. I believe oh, I might be wrong, or maybe there's a drummer. I don't know. Yeah. So let's. Uh, yeah, that's that's how I feel about that song. Okay. Okay. I I asked que- I asked question to Cody. I asked Cody a question about his uh, listening to Christian music, uh, and he says uh, mostly just because of church. And they sold to the nail stuff at the Christian bookstore. My parents would usually buy me stuff from there. Uh, I definitely got in trouble for listening to stuff uh, that wasn't Christian. Um, but there was never a blanket, you can't listen to anything but Christian music statement. Okay. okay. That was kind of what I asked them. Like, did they not allow you to listen to other stuff at any point? Or was it just like, because you were going to church kind of thing? But yeah. Anyway... We no, we weren't going to record on Friday. Anyway, Friday tonight. Like the movie Friday? I've never seen it. Because okay, so let's talk about the big. Let's talk about what took me by surprise, and you know, mm-hmm. and I know what took me by surprise about this song. Uh, they say, they say a swear, but not only is this the first swear on an MXPX song. It is goddamn. Yeah. Goddamn, not devil damn. Goddamn. Goddamn. And so I was so taken aback by it that I searched uh, Goddamn Refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Refrigerator, refrigerator, Goddamn Refrigerator. <laughs> it's a line from the movie Friday. So yes. I watched the clip on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's really funny in context. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I, that's a movie that I think has been on the background that I haven't really watched. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was shocked and, and somewhat depressed by their... Uh, depressed. Impressed. 
You're depressed by the rest of the, the song. So here we go. How, how much do you want to dive in here? As much as um, you want. It's not just the word Friday, mm-hmm. but there is a better Friday song. Uh, Rebecca Black's song? That Rebecca Black. <laughs> I, I promise you, Rebecca Black's Friday is a, best, is a better pop punk song than any, like as a pop song, is uh-huh. a better pop uh-huh. punk song than any MXPX song that I have heard. And if you listen to Friday and you imagine MXPX singing it, you can, <laughs> okay. you're like, okay, cool, I can get behind this song. So like, this song, great, fine, whatever. But literally, every time I listen to this playlist... Stop the song, went to listen to Rebecca Black <laughs> multiple times. Hell and there, yeah. was a, there was also a point where I went to Weezer, who I'm not a fan of, mm-hmm. um, and listened to Say It Ain't So, because there's a mention of a refrigerator, and I do make... Uh, oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So, like, between Rebecca Black and Weezer, yeah. Sorry, MXPX. This is a uh, watch together. This band came up on, part of the reason I started a podcast was because I listened to Blink-155. <laughs> Does she say shit in that song? Yeah. Wow. Uh, this band came up a lot on that podcast because they would do modern Blink-182 songs in the style of peak Blink-182. Yeah. So this is Future Idiots. Would you rather hear this version or MXPX cover in this song? Much rather hear MXPX cover it, like with okay. straight ahead lyrics. I mean, like I would really like to hear. I w- I love people singing about cereal, like Go Rebecca Black. <laughs> um, um, there's a Rebecca Black lyric that's something like. Um, Oh, I can't even remember what it is, but it's just sort of like so. No, and she has like. There's actually really interesting. I want. I want to say it's an episode of Decoder Ring that talks about the career of Rebecca Black and like oh, what that okay. song was for her and what it was like to be like a tween, early teen, and mm-hmm. have something you did like so widely both loved and ridiculed. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, um, yeah, like Rebecca Black is just as pop punk as any pop punk band yeah, let yeah, me yeah. tell you yeah okay. okay she's got i mean like the delivery you know like i'm hesitant <clears throat> to use the word nasal mm-hmm. um but she does have a bit of a nasal singing style and man if i if mf mf mxpx does not they are they are super nasal yes yes so those that's those were really all the questions i had with that because <laughs> this is all about questions. There's not so much reaction yeah. here. It's just yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. like, Danny, huh? why? What? <laughs> I, I really, I, I do really like this album that this is on. Uh, surprise, because I hadn't cared or listened to this band, cared about or listened to this band in a long time. And then because one of the hosts of Blink-155, the Blink-182 podcast that I used to listen to, grew up a Christian kid just like Cody he was into the band MXBX and this came out and it came up a bunch on the podcast 
And so I listened to it and I was like, hey, this is pretty good. And they say, goddamn. So that's pretty fun. So no, no uh, redeeming quality whatsoever, huh? I mean, like it made me think of Rebecca Black. Oh, okay. Okay. And I think that's a positive. That's a plus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Unrepentant. Unrepentant. Um, you know, Rebecca Black is good. So um, how often do you think you're going to listen to MXPX after this? Like sometimes or for always? How'd you like this one? This one's a, a hard on sleeve uh, sentimental song. Man. So first note, the intro just makes me want to wander off. Uh-huh. Um, Did you? Yeah. yeah. Like I stopped it and started it like a bunch. <laughs> um, I mean, like it, Rebecca Black. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, no, I mean, it was literally like I was not, I couldn't, I just couldn't get engaged. It wasn't that it was awful. It wasn't that I was like angry. Mm -hmm. It was just not for me. I mean, I have a note that says if this band was opening for someone, I'd watch two songs, then go outside. Mm -hmm. Boring, no build, no tension, glad it's over. (laughs) Even with that outro, I I love the outro. Well, so here's here's my big all caps notes highlighted from this Mm -hmm. last listen. Did you intentionally end the playlist with a song this lyric is honestly not interested? <laughs> no, but it fits. Honestly not interested. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, what do you think of the did you watch the episode of, of them on Hometown or whatever that fucking house show is? I tried to find a place where I could watch it for free and mm-hmm. I did not find that so i watched the intro and so i saw the host dude wearing those like mesh sleeves that <laughs> oh, look like tattoos and that was all i saw he's such um, a fucking idiot <laughs> i know he was looking for space where he could put in a home studio and i imagine that that happened they did that yes it was I, cool i guess yeah i think i remember I remember thinking that, like, it was a town in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Where they moved? Waco. Waco. Mm-hmm. And I remember that their budget was surprisingly, like, affordable. I mean, yeah. like... They only have tooth and nail money. They don't have money from any of the other labels? No, they probably do. I'm... Yeah. No, but I mean, like, I don't mean, like, that they seemed like impoverished people. I, I thought, mm-hmm. like, maybe, like they would put a little more money into their house, especially if they wanted to build a recording studio. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I don't under, I don't control anyone's finances. I don't, um, I didn't even watch the whole show, so I don't know what their I circumstances mean, are. Money allegedly goes a lot, a lot more, or go, goes farther in Texas than it does here when it comes to buying a house. Stars at night are big and bright. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> I've seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Come on. 
Oh, Basement of the Alamo. <laughs> Could we just like we watch that instead of doing this episode? <laughs> <laughs> We're almost done. We're on the last song. Is this the shortest episode that you've ever done? Uh, at this point, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I I'm, tried. I'm not surprised. I was talking to Amanda about it earlier. <laughs> she was like, ew, why did you give her MXP? <laughs> because she asked. Because she asked me to. Because <laughs> I did. Because I had given you a lot of playlists. Um, mm-hmm. This may be, I mean, does this feel like adequate payback for leading you astray with the replacements? <laughs> yes. No, this is worse than that. Because <laughs> I knew you yeah. weren't going to like it, like, from the get-go. It's like, there's there's no bizarro world where Lindsay is like, wait a second. I I was really hoping there would be, though. Because, like, I again, this is like, it would have been really easy to come into this mm-hmm. expecting not to like it. Are you mad that I didn't give you a song called Chick Magnet? Oh, I forgot they had that song. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not mad. I'm, <laughs> I think, like, I think, I think you chose well. I think you knew that that would turn me off. Yeah, yeah. Um, it turns me off. I don't want to listen to that song ever. No, no. It's like, I mean, I can't remember what it is lyrically, but just title alone, it's sort of like the Christian pop version of Liza and Louise. Like, I'm just stuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's it's God's answer to Liza Louise for sure. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, anything else to say about For Always? They got a lot of heart. They do. They got a lot of heart. They got a lot of heart. They're pretty fucking cheesy. I... I cannot stand their little character guy. I don't like to look oh, at he him. Show- oh, yeah. Do you know that they have a belt buckle of him? Yes. It's on an album yes. cover. So, yeah, they have a belt buckle of him. Um, in the documentary that I watched, as I seek to understand, um, <laughs> sought to understand, um, they were going through the attic of his home. I don't know if it was the home that they had built on uh, Whaty Who's. Mm-hmm. Um or remodeled or whatever you do um, to houses in Waco. Um, <laughs> there's a really dark joke there, but I'm not going to go for it. <laughs> but <laughs> They were building that uh, home studio in the bunker. Um, but uh, in the doc, he goes through, there's 10 minutes of this documentary. So he's going through their old pa- practice space and attic, mm-hmm. which is sort of like where they have their merch now. And he's like, oh, these are really rare. And he pulls out a box and he shows one of the belt buckles. And he's like, these belt buckles are bigger than the ones we sold. (laughs) (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. like the least. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the thing is he was going through that. The documentary made them seem like some of the least interesting people I could ever encounter. Um, Like, I mean, we talked about I texted you while I was watching this. Um, Mm There is six minutes, six minutes of the documentary that's just various members of bands flying in small planes. I don't understand why. Um, the documentary was all footage and then talking heads of members of the band 
explaining what we'd just seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like there's six minutes of playing and then there's the singer going, yeah, you know, we really like planes. <laughs> <laughs> there is, I thought it was going to go on longer. I was really kind of um, rooting for this to go on longer, but there mm-hmm. is uh, about a minute of the singer getting a haircut. Oh. Yeah. It was just um, like they were sort of doing their sort of... Uh, the MX, the grown-up MXPX result, uh, equivalent of like assigning people like the cute beetle and everything. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like uh, singer's name is what Matt. Mike. Mike. And we're like, oh, Mike's moody. He likes to go off and and um, and you know like write songs by himself. And um, the guitarist, he really likes to play video games. Mm-hmm. And um, then the drummer. Quote, we have a joke, blah, 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 Yuri is finding and killing homeless people. Yeah, the the idea was that he goes on these very long walks. But it was just a really like, that's an uncomfortable joke. Mm. Which is not to imply that I think he does that. Or that you think it's it's a joke. (laughs) Or that you think that is considered a joke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he was, this is great because he also talked about uh, the uh, singer talked about, or I think it was the singer saying, um, "quote I guess it's funnier to us." And then there's a later portion of the quote where he says, "Kill a hooker or a homeless person." Um, yeah, and I was just sort of like, I understand the crux of the joke is like, yeah, we we have this friend who just goes off on long walks and we have no idea what he does. Mm -hmm. And like maybe he has this secret other dark life that we don't know about. But it just was uncomfortable. Yeah. You're punching down, buddy. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I learned a lot about the band. Mm -hmm. Like... They, they like planes, and their belt buckles are bigger than the ones they sell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Lindsay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I asked. I I mm-hmm. appreciate you giving me a playlist because I I I appreciated the understanding the experience of what you go through when I give you these things. Mm-hmm. I had a blast listening to the playlist. It was fun. No, I will say that Personally. when I have it, I have it saved in my phone. I have it saved. I use Tidal. I have it saved on Tidal as Danny's MXPX playlist. Because <laughs> I wouldn't, like, should my Tidal account ever accidentally be shifted to not private, I wanted it to be clear that this, like, was not my doing. Danny's MXPX playlist, which I asked for. Yeah. I'll of I'll append. I was going to say I'll append the title, but in truth, now that we're done with this, I'm going to delete the playlist. It's going to be deleted. Yeah. 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 But I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll come up with something better to give you. Yeah. I'm up for it. Oh, right. I'm supposed to give you a propaganda playlist. That'll be, that'll be better. Oh, I'll love that. I'm sure I'll love that. Yeah. Um, they'll just talk about, they'll sing about not eating meat and not killing homeless people. Sold. <laughs> oh, and hockey. I can't oh, give you the hockey yeah. song because I already gave it to Dante. But Yeah. Hockey's good, though. Do you like yeah. hockey? Uh, I'm not much of a sports guy. Can we, like, 
we should do like a five songs offshoot that's me trying to get you to like hockey. Okay. And then Dante might might show up for that one. Oh, okay. Um I call dibs though, so um yeah, no, there <laughs> there should be like a what sports do you like? I I like baseball to a degree. No other sports? No, not really. Okay. Like skateboarding. I like to watch people skateboard. Okay, yeah. Agreed. But like team sports, I'm not, not a fan. I think it would be fun to try to have your friends talk you into liking team sports. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, I like. I will say that, like, I love hockey, but in the years as we're talking more and more about concussions and the long term effects on people and professional sports and how we basically run people's bodies into the ground for mm-hmm. three to four years and then give them nothing. Yep. Um, maybe sports, not so cool. But I like it. I uh, like watching hockey. I, I'm, I'm more okay with hockey than football. Like, I don't ever want to watch football. But What if, you're, what if your kids wanted to play football? What if either no. of your kids? Yeah. They can play, I don't want to say literally any other sport. But no. How would you feel if one of your kids wanted to be a golfer? I would be concerned. I would start asking questions about their political opinions. <laughs> but if they wanted to play golf, that's fine. You make a lot of money. And there's no concussions. Yeah, that's true. So, that's true. you know, if they want to play golf, that's fine. Yeah. Tennis is good. I mean, Ten- like, sure. they... they the, all these sports have, have various class concerns, but of tennis is a fun game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, this was like far <laughs> anyway, afield. Thanks, Lindsay. I'll see you next <laughs> <Thanks>. time. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Bye, everybody.